Alright, finally we're catching up. Tuesday late night edition of Dynamite. It was an hour special and I originally I was very skeptical of this idea because why would I need two Dynamites in a row? With one of them being only an hour long and with minimum amount of stories. But in reality I really enjoyed it. It was mostly good wrestling, but to my surprise, there were some actual storylines that actually will progress in the future. Can you believe it? The one question that you can ask me, and it will be a legitimate question, did it feel like dark? And to be honest, the answer will probably be yes. But it mostly felt like the original dark, the first editions of Dark, where you're gonna have a big name like Matt Seidel fight against Sean Spears, or you can have a blow-off for the feud of the biggest name probably in the women's division for AEW, Randy Rhodes. And thankfully for AEW and for me, it was a very pleasant experience, so let's start with the show. And it started with a banger of a match. Scorpio Sky vs. Ben Carter. I didn't watch Dark for quite some time, so... Benjamin was... The name that I heard, but never saw him in action. I knew that he was a talented young guy from Britain, but that was about it. And what I saw from him against Scorpio Sky really impressed me. I didn't expect like a five minute match that we could have on Dark against, you know, the indie guy. But instead of my expectation of like 10 minute match, we got a much more complex 15 minute long match. Where Ben got a lot of offense and showed what he's capable of. Obviously Scorpio dominated a big portion of the match, but Ben had quite a few offensive moves that turned match in his favor. Moves that I haven't seen being done for a while and he made them look so easy. He made them with such ease. The The one that springs to my mind is a springboard DDT that AJ loves to do and to be honest, he made it so good that it made sound of AJ's attempts quite bad. Not gonna lie to you, I'm not saying that Benjamin Carter is better than AJ Styles by any means, no, but this guy has a talent and you should watch out for this dude. Uh, after 15 minutes, Scorpius guy would be victorious, but Ben, without a doubt, felt like a winner. Unfortunately, right now he revealed that he's tested positive for COVID-19 and we will not see anything from him for at least two weeks. But that's not the worst thing. The worst thing that he needs to miss out from normal life for two weeks at least. And I hope that he's alright. I hope that he will come back better, stronger than ever. And this... Thing will not affect him at any mean. So, good luck, Ben. Hopefully, you will feel better. And it's a shame because he had a banger of matches against Ricky Stark 
Ricky Starks and uh, Lee Johnson at the same time they've been uh, viewed by viewers on Dark as you could possibly saw Dynamite Edition on Tuesday. So again, hope to see him back on Dark whenever he's ready, whenever he's covered free. Next we had a massive blow for the Brandy Rhodes and Anna J feud. It was an okay match that definitely surpassed my expectations because I had no expectations. It wasn't bad, but it certainly wasn't on the same level as any other match on this show. Uh, we've seen some impressive moves from Anna that allow her to get an upper hand from time to time on this match, but mostly was all about Brandy. She was much more aggressive and vicious than she usually is, and rightfully so. After all what Dark Order did to the Rhodes family, to the natural nightmares, and to Brandy, and especially to Cody, she had all the right to be so vicious. But, in my opinion, she didn't deserve to win. And thankfully she didn't. She needed to put over Anna Jay. Because Anna Jay is the future, in a way, of AW's women's division. Because she's the only one apart from probably Sheeta and Thunder Rosa who actually have some sort of storyline going on. So it clearly says that AW sees the potential in her. And you know what? She's not a bad wrestler. She is quite a good one. And she showed that he she is uh, naturally fitting into this dark order environment. So why not? Why not give her some time to develop herself? And why not let her win against Brandy Rhodes? Brandy... Should have won at one point in the match in kayfabe, but the Dark Order came out and interfered, and this interference allowed Energy to take an upper hand, and then eventually win. As I said, not a bad match that continued the story, but also put over Energy massively. I thought it might be the end of the feud, but as we saw later on Dynamite next week, it wasn't the case. Uh, then we had a short interview between Alex Marvez and Scorpio Sky, but surprisingly Matt Seidel interfered, looked like a massive dig at first, but then had a little bit of a banter chat with the Scorpio Sky where they said basically they're gonna have a good time after the dynamite where they're gonna drink, and they invited Alex Marvez. And that was about it. Then we had our main event. Matt Seidel vs. Sean Spears. Collision of Styles. High Flyer vs. 80s Villain. Quite an interesting match that I was really excited for, and it didn't disappoint it. As expected, it was a quite a good match. With a story that Sean always tries to ground Matt, while Matt always tries to do some high risk maneuvers and shows his ability. Matt finally showed some of his potential in this match, at one point even swiping sweat from a top row so he would not uh, slip like he did at All Out, while attempted to do a shooting star press. 
that was a very good thing that I and a lot of people noticed and had a little bit of a smile on our face. Unfortunately for Mad, he couldn't execute Shooting Star Press once in this match because Sean always escaped. But he couldn't escape the knee from a chair to the face of Sean. That was quite a big and unfortunately for Mad a turning point because when he celebrated, Tally gave him some metal thing that he put it in his uh, glove, obviously. One shot with a glove, C4, that's the end of the match for Matt Seidel. I expected that this is going to happen, and I had no, oh, why the fuck would you do this emotion, but it made me want to see Matt Seidel against someone like Benjamin Carter or Scorpio Sky or anyone else. Basically, development a much needed interest for the character of Matt Seidel, but also allowing me to feel hate towards uh, Sean Spears, but also being kind of invested in him. Especially after the match when he decided to attack Matt Seidel once again, but Scorpio Sky came out and helped Matt Seidel. So now we have a storyline that will go forward, I know this for a fact because I watched next edition of Dynamite. And um, we have Matt Seidel who in the future might sign with the AEW. And who has a potential next storyline with uh, Sean Spears. Or just any other match with him would be incredible. And he is a character that I can't wait to see in AEW full time because... They can use this guy, and they can use him very well. As I said before, it was a good show. And uh, without big stars in a Tuesday night slot, after NBA, it still managed to pull around 550,000 viewers. And for this type of edition for AEW with only one hour, that's a great number. Like, obviously it's nowhere near, well actually it's not that far away from 800-900, but it's very hard to pull off those numbers consistently every week, and for, for this one hour special to get those type of viewers. It shows that they have a dedicated fans that will watch it anytime, and they will enjoy the show, and they will talk about the show. For me... I'm very invested into the stories that they pulled uh, into this uh, on this match or, or on the show. And you know what? I'm really invested in some characters like Ben Carter, obviously, Scorpio Sky, Matt Seidel, Anna Jay. I think they did everything right in this show. So you can say that they didn't try the you can't say anything bad about the show basically unless you didn't enjoy some match obviously. We'll have our opinions and I would love to hear yours. So thank you for listening and hear you soon.